0: section 37 of word portraits of famous writers this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org word portraits of famous writers edited by mabel e watton william godwin 1756 to 1836 from sc hall's memories of great men In person he was remarkably sedate and solemn, resembling in dress and manner a dissenting minister rather than the advocate of free thought in all things, religious, moral, social, and intellectual. He was short and stout, his clothes loosely and carelessly put on, and usually old and worn. His hands were generally in his pockets. He had a remarkably large bald head and a weak voice seeming generally half asleep when he walked and even when he talked few who saw this man of calm exterior quiet manners and inexpressive features could have believed him to have originated three romances falkland caleb williams and saint leon not yet forgotten because of their terrible excitements and the work political justice which for a time created a sensation that was a fear in every state of europe lamb called him a good-natured heathen southey said of him in seventeen ninety seven he has large noble eyes and a nose oh most abominable nose from george tickner's life godwin is as far removed from everything feverish and exciting as if his head had never been filled with anything but geometry he is now about sixty-five stout well built and unbroken by age with a cool dogged manner exactly opposite to everything I had imagined of the author of St. Leon and Caleb Williams. 1819. From H. Martineau's Autobiography The mention of Coleridge reminds me, I hardly know why, of Godwin, who was an occasional morning visitor of mine. I looked upon him as a curious monument of a bygone state of society, and there was still a good deal that was interesting in him. His fine head was striking and his countenance remarkable. It must not be judged of by the pretended likeness put forth in Fraser's magazine about that time, and attributed, with the whole set, to MacLeese. The high Tory favourites of the magazine were exhibited to the best advantage, while liberals were represented as Godwin was. Because the finest thing about him was his noble head, they put on a hat, and they represented him in profile because he had lost his teeth and his lips fell in. No notion of Godwin's face could have been formed from that caricature. Eighteen thirty three. End of section thirty seven.